Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified. What's the copay for my eye exam? How much is my lens allowance? What kind of frames can I get? And most importantly, who accepts my vision insurance? Vision insurance can be confusing. Luckily, Pearl Vision can help you make sense of it. They offer a wide selection of state-of-the-art lenses and brand name frames. Plus, they work with all major vision plans, including iMed. Visit pearlvision.com to find your neighborhood eye care center today. Hi everyone, this is Jim Jackson. Welcome to the forum. And to, this week is wrestling week. We've already done Hernandez, Supermax. We've done Taylor Hendricks. And boy, now we're ending off with someone that I am really admiring her whole family, a super uber talented family, which we'll talk about later. The great Casey Catal. How are you, Casey? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks so much for having you guys. We are excited we've been talking about you for the last few days um i've been uh researching you i feel like a stalker sometimes when i do these things <laughs> i researched you i've seen all your matches i actually went to a site that has all your matches laid out so uh, i'm i'm really excited to talk to you uh florence uh my partner florence has been so instrumental in getting so many great guests and we've been communicating with so many people so we both have some questions for you that we want to yeah. uh get into uh but first of all what does a good East Coast girl, what is she doing in a wrestling ring, and what inspired you to be a wrestler? Oh, my God. Yeah, so good question. Um, no, I get this question a lot, and people don't really like the answer because um, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I never grew up, like, watching wrestling. I wasn't a fan. I didn't really know much about it uh, my whole life. I just, I knew, like, who John Cena was, of course, and I mm -hmm. just kind of went about my day. I didn't really know what it was. Um, and I actually was um, living in Long Island, and my friends asked me if I wanted to go to an indie show on the weekend. And I was like, awesome, you know, this is something new. I don't want to keep going to bars. Like, I was over the bar scene on the weekend. I was like, let's do something new. Let's go to this wrestling show. Um, and it ended up being, like, love at first sight. Um, I went, and I had been an actress and a dancer my whole life. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, it's so entertaining. Mm. <laughs> um, I was I was yeah. Um and I was like, oh, this is really what wrestling is. It was so much different to me than watching it and seeing it on TV and then actually seeing it in person, especially on an indie show. Um, so I was really, I was captivated. And I ended up aiding one of the wrestlers. Um, mm. And he wasn't too thrilled about me becoming a wrestler. He was like, oh, you know, this is my thing. Um, you know, I don't want you to get hurt. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't want you to be in this in this world of politics. So 
Uh, we dated for about two years, and the day after we broke up, I signed up for wrestling training. <laughs> wow, what a good um, person. So right. you respect his wishes and then blow him off and say, I'm wrestling, dude. So, no. That, that, <laughs> that, that is an interesting yeah. story. And didn't when you get into a – I tell everyone, everyone talks about WrestleMania and WWE. I'm telling – I would rather be at an indie show anytime. It's intoxicating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You could hear the you could hear the wrestlers uh, talk the way they the banter is so much fun and also just the absolute moves that you guys do because you're all trying to make it big and it's just right. an amazing it's just really a lit atmosphere just really fun I'd rather be in a thing with a couple hundred people or five hundred people than in a, a fifty thousand thing stadium oh so yeah. That's interesting. Now I saw that you, um, when you re- when you started wrestling, who was your trainers? Where did you go to train? Um, so when I started, I signed up at Creative Pro um, Cap in Long Island. The trainers are Brian Myers, who is uh, Kurt Hawkins in WWE, and Pat Buck. So oh. I was surrounded by amazing, amazing talent. I mean, I got, to, I still say it's the best training. Like you could wherever you could go, like that's the best training. Um. You just have so many resources there. You have really good training. You have good support. And you have a lot of opportunity, you know, because Brian is in WWE. So there's a lot of different ways you can kind of um, get your name out there and learn a lot and become a really established good wrestler, too. So Now, uh, when you're coming east, the, are, you're, you're mainly in the east. I saw that you did a little bit in, in Canada. Is this your first time? We're going to talk about the Santa Rosa match saturday is this your first time coming out west this is my west coast debut yes this is a big one for me uh, i used to live in burbank actually i lived there for about a year um mm-hmm. trying to do the acting thing but this is going to be my first time like out on the west coast wrestling and uh showing people what i can do so i'm super excited well, Northern California, we're in the low to mid eighties, no wind, beautiful weather. So I think you'll like it. Uh, and there's, and you can actually see the sky. Some of Southern cows a little bit <laughs> smoggy, but it's beautiful <laughs> weather out here. So, uh, uh, what made you come out here? Was it just kind of to branch out to start kind of spreading your wings or was it just an opportunity that came up? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely an opportunity that came up. I always try to get to new promotions, especially, you know, expanding my brand to other places like in the South or on the West Coast or out of the country. Um, So I really just want to experience it. All the fans are completely different. Um, All the wrestlers are completely different. So it's not only an awesome experience, but it's a really big learning experience. Um, So you kind of can see how different fans interact in different areas and how the wrestlers are. So. I, the history of wrestling out here is just huge. Back in the day, way before you were born, but the Cow Palace <laughs> was the big, huge thing. And I mean, they would, yes, yes. They, yeah, they would get crowds in the 20,000s. Uh, and That's it was so like wild. the biggest thing. Uh, the Rock's uncle, Rocky Johnson, the soul man, Rocky mm-hmm. Johnson was out here. I mean, wrestling is huge out here they take it very seriously and they love it they're very supportive of the fans so we did a post with uh showing this show with hernandez and we got over 200 likes in like half hour i mean it was just unbelievable how many people are excited about this show now when you come 
you said there's different areas that what are some of your favorite areas that you've like you say you're from you know long island area uh what's the difference between like canada and uh have you uh ever talked to people about also wrestling overseas uh, because they're boy it's like it's almost like a tennis match out there uh it's yeah thing what what kind of fans do you like to interact with and what's the difference between the fans that in the different areas you've been yeah so um i definitely noticed like from state to state um definitely a difference and obviously country to country um when i was in canada the fans just love and respect wrestling so much that they don't care what you do. They don't care if you mess up. Like they are just so happy to be there and so happy to be entertained. Um, you know, you come to New York, they're a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, they'll call you out if you mess up, you know, you'll get the chance. Um, and you'll get a lot of critique and criticism from the fans. Um, wow. there's obviously support fans everywhere, but mm-hmm. yeah, you'll get, you know, I've gotten people in New York make uh, vlogs about my matches and kind of like commentate and, and say what I did wrong and say what I did well. Um, but when I was in Canada, I mean, I had a, um, my fiance actually was wrestling and I was managing him uh, for one of the matches. And it was, a, you know, it was a, a gimmicky match. It was, you know, a lot of comedy. Uh, he was wrestling a guy named Cycle Mike who had this over the top character, just so fun. Um, and I ended up getting involved in it. Uh, in the match and there was a, a part of the match where I like I nutted him and I logoed <laughs> him and oh wow <laughs> then, he, then he did it back to me and you know and I was like what are you doing like why are you doing this back to me like this doesn't make any sense um, and then he stunnered me and it was like the biggest pop of the night like everybody was like oh my god that was great and then of course all the New York fans saw the clip and I mean I got buried for it so yep. <laughs> You know, yeah, it, it, it that's amazing. Isn't it yeah. fun? Wow. Yeah, isn't it fun to watch people that get winded walking upstairs critiquing your matches? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is really fun. I'm like, you do this. You come out here and do this and make a fool out of yourself. Oh, yeah, I love. Oh, there's the Undertaker. Boy, he really botched that. You know, I mean, good Lord. Wrestling fans yeah. are unique. It's for the male fans uh, especially. There's a, Oh, yeah difference between the male and the female fans i really love the passion of female fans especially the younger fans what uh, it it must really be neat to almost kind of be a role model for a lot of the uh uh female wrestling fans yeah that's the best part that's why i I keep doing what i'm doing you know on the hardest days on the most stressful days i mean i get letters um i get you know sent pictures i have people drawing me um people are just so especially the young girls who come up to me and are saying you're impacting my life um i remember i went on instagram live and i shouted out a girl because you know she was a fan and she was watching and you know she started crying so it's just really that's what makes it worth it for me um you know extending myself out as a role model and it, it still drives me like crazy i'm like i'm a role model like me you know but you know, I'm not doing much. I'm just, I'm going out there and I'm having fun. Um, but it really is rewarding. And to be somebody's outlet like that, to make somebody happy like that, I mean, that's what makes it all worthwhile. Now, Casey, I was actually going to ask you about that, about being an inspiration for young girls and how that makes you feel to know that these young girls look up to you and want to be you. Um, I think that that's an amazing thing when you get to be a role model that way. And I also wanted to ask you, you had mentioned acting. 
and dancing, is that something that maybe you'd want to get back into, maybe do something on television or be in the movies or something? Yeah, you know, um, I actually was getting some opportunities thrown at me today, so I was like, ooh, maybe oh. I should do this again. But yeah, I, I danced for 15 years. Um, when I was living out in LA, mm-hmm. I was trying to do, you know, the acting thing and the dancing thing, and then kind of got caught up in the lifestyle. I was just too young to be out there at the time. But, um, you know, now that I'm kind of got my head on my shoulders and, you know, I'm set in, you know, my ways and my job. Um, yeah, definitely something that I love. I just love entertaining. And if I could do some things in acting and some things maybe with dance, I mean, my body's so crippled right now. I don't know how good I would be anymore, but uh, yeah, definitely something I want to, I want to look into in the future. Oh my gosh, it's already beaten up. You're too young to be beaten yeah, up. I know. I feel like an old lady. Oh, it's brutal. What when you, What is a day in the life? What is a day in your life as a young wrestler when you get up in the morning? What's your routine? Oh, my God. It's really boring. <laughs> um, it's very boring, very stressful. Um, so I have a nine to five. I work in IT. Um, so that's, you know, as fun as it sounds. Um, so I wake up. I have a one bedroom apartment with two cats and a dog and my fiance, so we are all living on top of each other, Um, but I still live on the beach, so that's nice, Um, and, you know, I go to work, and then after the work, I go uh, right to the gym, and then after the gym, I come home, and I do, you know, laundry, (laughs) I clean the house, or I take care of my A normal life. (laughs) Yeah, a normal life that is busy and awful, and I I feel like I don't even have a (laughs) Great. I'm also planning my wedding right now, so I'm just oh, congratulations! That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations! Yeah. yeah, thank you. So it's a lot, and on the days I can get to training, because I live in Jersey now, so I'm about an hour and twenty minutes away from training. So there are days that I'm trying to get there, um, but the time I get back, it's you know eleven o'clock midnight, and then I do it all over the next day. <laughs> who are wrestlers? Who are busy? Oh yeah. yeah. Who, who are wrestlers that? Uh, to me, I. I'm not into the pixie six foot blondes, you know, and God bless them. They're pretty and everything. And, and uh, yeah. WWE really likes that. I like the workers. And when I go, the people that I really love is, is like uh, Tara, Lisa Marie Verone. To me, she's the most yeah. underrated wrestler in the last 20 years. Physically, she can do anything. And she just, oh. she, her widow's peak to me is the greatest woman's move of all time. Who are people that you look up to? Um, yeah, so I, I don't think any of it's changed. When I first started, you know, I had a million a million people that I was like, Oh my god, but the first female that I, I started really trying to emulate, oh well there's two. So Natalia, um, for me was sure. a big inspiration because she mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, the the typical supermodel, you know, lipstick wrestler coming out she trained with the men you know yep. she grew up in wrestling so she is so technically amazing and she just really put it in the work so to me I really respected that and another one was Molly Holly um I mean fierce athlete amazing role model so I looked up to more of those type of people um and then of course uh Chris Jericho because he's just absolutely incredible I can't believe how long he's been doing this and he is still yeah, getting better and better and better with age. So um, those are kind of the three people that I've always tried to emulate. 
And Molly Holly, people forget when she was young, very young, she was Miss Madness in Macho Man's uh, stable. And she the moves. I I don't know if you ever saw it. She took a, she jumped from the top rope and was caught by Nash, Kevin Nash of the NWO. And he literally dropped her on her head on the turnbuckle. I'm like, that woman's bad. <laughs> that is a yeah. bad woman. That that yeah. so and Molly never I think she kind of had the Mickey James thing where they weren't the skinny, you know, two yeah. percent fat yeah. blondes and they never really got the respect they deserve because Mickey was oh, treated her horribly at WWE. But oh Molly, you got yeah, she's you got some great people, great workers that you that you do. Now when you and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. How do you book yourself? Do you have an agent when you're you're younger in the game than a lot of people? Do you have an agent? Do you have to call people? How do you actually, do you send tapes? How do you get yourself exposed to the other organizations? Yeah, so the biggest thing right now for independent wrestlers is social media, believe it or not. Um, so you're just constantly posting things. Uh, you're reaching out to different companies. Um, you're sending them gifts now are the big thing. So you send them a bunch of gifts if you can't send them a match or you send them a match. But, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of word of mouth. Um, you know, if you're creating buzz for yourself on social media, people are going to notice and they're going to call you. So that's, that's kind of the big thing for me. Um, I definitely reach out to places that I would be interested in working um, at and if I can get myself out there or if I can just show up to shows and show that I'm interested and support them that's also a big thing um I notice a lot of the times when I'm actually on like Twitter and I retweet somebody's you know match graphic or their show poster uh you'd be surprised a lot of people will message me hey can you send me a match like can I see what you do so it's pretty interesting I you're talking Mm -hmm. you're preaching to the choir when uh, (laughs) yeah when Florence and I first started, like I said, I had 10 followers and I wrote an article that went viral. And then after that, I just ran with it and everybody just, they, and Florence did the same thing. And everybody says, how do you do it? How are you getting Academy Award winners contacting you? Why are you getting, you know, and you're, t- and you're literally telling them when you could have them on the show. And it's because yeah. of social media and the two that I really think on social media that have done an amazing job are Ali and rosemary uh oh yeah they they have created that demon bunny thing and it is just taken off on youtube and her their merch it's amazing what so and taylor hendrix has done a great job as well and it's yes, her too. what kind of ideas that you have are there any things that you, like instagram youtube what's kind of your focus right now when you look at your game when it comes to social media yeah so it took me a while to find kind of who I was as a wrestler. I'm still kind of finding it, my character, what I was happy to promote, what kind of person I wanted to be perceived as. Um, so I'm still kind of finding that since I am so new in the game. Um, but now that I'm sort of finding that and I'm finding who I am as a person and as a wrestler, I'm, I'm kind of figuring out different ways to promote it. So Twitter and Instagram are definitely the places to be. Um, there's a gift guy here in, on the East coast named Hokey, and he does, you know, his gifts go viral. Everybody goes to him because he, he'll post like the highlights of your matches. So he's been a big influence in kind of getting my name out there and showing all the crazy stuff that I do. 
um, and all the normal stuff that I do. So, um, yeah, I think those are the two things that I'm going to start focusing on more. Unfortunately, I don't do enough of it and enough promo work, but that's definitely something that's going to come with my character and, and my confidence, too. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I definitely, like Jim had said, social media is sort of where we found our home as well, because, you know, in the beginning, to, to get all the amazing guests we've had, we really did have to, you know, work on our brand and let people know how serious we were and be as professional as possible. And social media had a lot to do with that. Now to switch gears here a little bit, um, we heard some amazing things about your sister and heard that she is nominated for a Pulitzer. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how that's affecting you and your family and, and how that, how that's been for her? Yeah. So, um, I mean, my sister, I, I beam every time I talk about her. Um, she was, when I was growing up, she was my idol. Um, I have two sisters, and uh -huh. I, just, I just really followed in her footsteps. I kind of wanted to do everything she was doing, um, and she's been an amazing writer. I mean, she's, she's like fluent in like four languages. She's super smart. She's always been so hardworking and motivated, and she's always been a really, really good person. So um, she wrote uh, a story about, um, you know, uh, I think it was John Hopkins Medical Center or the Children's mm -hmm. um, Hospital. Um, and, you know, just about some malpractice things. And she, you know, I think she cried every day for months. I, I don't know if you want me to say that. But oh, yeah, wow. She was just so stressed out because so many people were really mad at what she was doing because, you know, it's a really serious matter what they were doing at the hospital. Um, and, you know, at the end of it, a lot of the higher-ups resigned from the hospital. Um, and she really made a difference in a lot of families' lives who are dealing with, you know, their children having all of these issues moving forward from, you know, malpractice. So um, for her to be a finalist um, for a Pulitzer was just, that made everything worthwhile for her, too. I mean, yeah, she was changing lives, but that was like, okay, you know, people are recognizing this and seeing this change, and it's really important. So we are just so, so proud of her. Now... What people don't understand when you do things like this and you expose corruption and I'll t I could tell her stories about the crazy corruption, bags of cash. I mean, I'm in the medical field and I started a small medical corporation. I, I was just like Bambi out there. It was unbelievable. When you do yeah. something like that, the pressure on her, her family, especially from people not wanting to be exposed must have been extreme. Right. Yeah, it must have been yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, she was getting a lot of hate messages and a lot of threats from, oh. the, from people. And, you know, she she would really, I mean, I don't think I spoke to her for months because she was so busy with the story, too. Um, so we're just, we're really, really happy that she got through it. And she, you know, it's for the better good. She's such a good person and she's changing lives. So that's what matters. Yes, we're gonna, I've yeah. actually followed her and I'm going to, we're going to do some posts about her tomorrow and give her a lot of uh, love because yeah. she deserves it. Amazing well, job. Thank you. Her. Yes. Thank and, she, you. And, and you tell yeah, her, it is amazing. you tell her to retweet it too. Uh, <laughs> <I will>. uh, <laughs> What we're also going to do, Casey, and, and uh, uh, before we get on to a couple of your matches, is we're going to definitely have you. I, I've got a couple ideas for you because I really like you. I like what you do, and you really give your all out there. Uh, I have to be honest. What is your 
a lot of people say that they're against the intergender stuff. What what do you say about that? About I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I As a woman, love- you probably yeah you would. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's so fun. You know, wrestling is about entertaining. You know, we're yeah. we're putting on a show. Yes, yeah. we want to make it believable, but there are ways to make every story believable. Um, and there are also ways to exaggerate stories and make them believable as well. You know, you watch a movie and you know this would never happen in real life, but you're still, you know, invested in it and you still believe in it. So I think, you know, people who are saying that it's kind of ruining the business, it's, it's BS. Um, it's not ruining the business. It's making the business even more fun. Um, it's giving people opportunities to do all these crazy things. I mean, I've had some of my most fun matches intergender wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. And we always told a story. We always made it so the people would be invested. And they, they were my best matches. So I'm so for it. And I think it's amazing. That's great. Now, yeah. I asked Hernandez. He told an amazing story. And you're, you're gosh, I don't even know if you're around by the, yeah, you were. Uh, he years ago did a match in two, 2010 before you were wrestling where he was in a pay-per-view in Mexico city, almost 30,000 people. It was unbelievable. He went on top of the truss over above the steel cage and jumped off and did a body splash, uh, uh, on a wrestler with a torn hamstring and Ooh. I just could not believe he did. And I've done a mil- I've heard a million interviews with him doing that. And he told the story of, I never knew he was hurt. I'd never heard him say it. I never heard him. He said that they had asked him to do it. He said, no. Then he said, what the heck? What happens right. when I saw a match where you dove and you could see it on YouTube. It has Casey Katon jumping off the balcony, <laughs> diving off the balcony. <laughs> what? <laughs> One, yeah. that looks scary. Two, do they ask you to do moves like that? Or is it kind of like, man, I'm going for it. I want to be seen. I want people to take me seriously. How does that come about when you're doing a move like that? Yeah, I mean, I was terrified. <laughs> I'm not scared of heights, but uh, yeah, I, w- I was nervous. Um, so that was my debut for CZW for Combat Zone Wrestling, um, and I've always wanted to wrestle at Combat Zone. And it was in my home. It's in my hometown now. I, I guess now is it in my hometown? No, I- I'll never say I'm from Jersey, but I live in Jersey now, so it's down the street from my apartment. Um, and you know, we were talking about someone's got to do a balcony spot because there's a giant balcony. Someone's always got to do something crazy. And Combat Zone is known for their kind of nuts, you know, between the deathmatch stuff and the regular wrestling and then also like the really high-risk spots. So that was my first like high-risk spot that I've ever done. Um, And my fiance was in the match with me. We were um, partnering with DJ Hyde, who's the the owner of of Combat Zone. So um, it was really nerve-wracking, but it was really fun. Uh, I know I had like six people underneath me, so I wasn't gonna die. Yeah. But um, I mean, I've done I've done some crazy, crazy stuff there. Um, I did a hurricane run into the outside through a table, and we missed the table and went right to the floor. Um, there's I, I, I thought you had broken your back. I thought, oh my god, <laughs> that that looked wow. ugly. That had to hurt, Casey. Yeah, I didn't hurt in the moment, but afterwards, yeah, I had a bruise the size of my thigh, so it was pretty oh, gnarly. Gosh, that, that, that. I can only imagine the next day after these matches how you must, how your body must feel. 
oh my god it's awful i mean i feel it for like three days um <laughs> it's just really it's really like bad but you know i see how it's your friend in wrestling <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> it's amazing well, when you go into a match do they ask you to do something like that or they just say who's going to do it and you say i will um I guess sometimes they might ask for it, but um, for us, we had like a lot of creative control over that match. So uh, we just decided, hey, let's do a balcony spot. Who wants to do it? And I was like, oh, well, it's my debut match. Like, can I do it? I, I really wanted to make a statement. Um, yeah. So that was kind of uh, mm-hmm. my choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. And what Hernandez talked about in the indie circuit, too, and also with TNA and other places, AAA that he's wrestled, he said, what he, he chose not to go to WWE. He said, because yeah. one thing you love at the smaller levels is you have more control. You have the ability to do your own promos. WWE is notorious. They control every tiny aspect of yeah. your character. It must be yeah. fun to be on in the indie circuit where they do uh, CCW and other ones give you the uh, opportunity to do what you feel you could do to put yourself over. Yeah, you can you can be really creative, um, and it's just more fun that way because you can do things you're good at. You can make both people shine, or however many people shine in the match, um, and you can do more kind of crazy things that aren't allowed if you were told. It's, it's much more. It's less scripted. You know, it's a it's a free for all. It's an improv. You're really interacting with the fans, so that's what makes it so special. Yes, I. Now you're going to be facing in Santa Rosa, and what Taylor. Uh, uh, Taylor Hendricks, very well-known person, well-known wrestler, very excellent wrestler uh, who did Impact. She was the gut check winner at TNA. She's been a champion at OBW. Boy, they are not cutting any corners with you uh, in, in Santa Rosa this Saturday. They are not. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to be in the ring with um, Taylor. We had wrestled um, – a while back, probably like a year ago, um, at uh, WWR, um, w- Women's uh, Wrestling Revolution. So uh, it was a, a three on three. So we still got some time in the ring, but you know, not alone. So it's going to be really fun. I I think she's incredible. Um, she's one of those girls, and I'm like, yes, like she's so good. I'm I'm so excited. Um, and I know that we're going to be able to put on a really really fun and entertaining and awesome match so i'm really excited to to be in the ring with her i I really respect her as a wrestler and as a person oh yeah and she's a great worker she's really and she's just as good as being a heel or face she's i i she's a hidden gem in wrestling i thought yeah did her wrong uh it was amazing how much the crowd liked her uh in fact if you look at a lot of her videos the crowd said gosh tna blew it tna blew it i love taylor so it was just really uh she she's an excellent you're you're meeting this one's really gonna get your game going and really hone your skills uh this will be one of those matches that i think you're gonna remember uh now it's gonna be vip tickets what's so awesome too taylor is you go gosh for the price of a VIP ticket to these shows, you could buy a T-shirt at a WWE. Uh, and I'm not a WWE hater, but you could buy a T-shirt at WWE for 30 or 40 or 50 bucks. You could get a VIP seat and also do a meet and greet with some of the wrestlers at 630. And this will be at the Santa Rosa Vets Hall. If you go on Jim Jacks Media, at Jim Jacks Media on Twitter, we have we have this posted all over the place. Uh, and it's going to be this Saturday in Santa Rosa, California. And 
it's going to be the doors open for everyone else at seven. It starts at seven thirty sharp. There's going to be Hernandez, Casey, Taylor Hendricks, uh, I believe Hubi Guerrero is going to be there. I mean, just a great card of people from all over Mexico, Nevada, California, and then from the East Coast. So it's a fun card. This is going to be a great one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited, and I hope everybody can come support. And uh, it's going to a great cause, too. It's for an amazing charity. So definitely um, come and enjoy and do something great all at the same time. Yeah, and what's so good is some of the tickets go to uh, – some of the tickets go to uh, Feeding the Hungry. Corey, uh, who does the – who runs the – uh, a wrestling company, they give part of the proceeds to Feeding the Hungry, and they have a hashtag, End Hunger. And it's an amazing event because a lot of the your ticket price will go to Feeding the Hungry. And it's just going to be, Casey, that's, like I said, Taylor's going to be there. Casey's going to be there. Hernandez, uh, and he's he's battling, I forget his name, but he used to be an NXT at WWE a huge guy so it's just the they're bringing it this is a really good card the weather's going to be great and it's just i'm excited it's going to be really fun now casey how could people get to you do you, uh what's the best place to communicate with you because i know you're going to start getting newer and newer fans we're going to promote you we're going to throw uh everyone mm-hmm. let them know about you what's the best way to contact you and to communicate with you yeah, so I never use Facebook. So don't add me on Facebook. <laughs> Why didn't you add me? Um, no, I never really used Facebook. That was my personal Facebook. Then it just kind of got um, bombarded. But definitely look me up on Instagram and Twitter. I think I changed my name. I think I'm Casey Lynn Catal now. Um, so just search that L Y N N E. And yeah, just Twitter, Instagram, and I'm I'm pretty responsive. So you should hear back from me if it's nice. <laughs> if it's not nice then forget it uh, <laughs> you know one question i really wanted to talk to you to about too is when what what is when you go to and this is more of a wrestling question what finisher do you really want to use and you uh, you've been trying different things what do you want to be as your finisher uh, you know that's tough <laughs> it's been a tough one for me um because I'm, I'm pretty petite. I'm a tiny human. So um, a lot of the people that I wrestle are usually either tall or bigger than me. So it's um, I always wanted to do uh, what I do a lot of the times, most of the time now, is I do a hanging neck breaker. So I, I hang them on the top rope and I do like a swinging neck breaker from the top. Sure. Um, so that's, that's like my, my go-to for people that um, I can get up <laughs> yeah. other times. Um, I was, I stole my fiance's finisher and I was doing a springboard cutter from the corner. So I, I, I swing back and forth. Hopefully I get more creative and I can do more stuff in the future, but that's what my go-to is for now. Boy, I tell you, what about a crossface <laughs> or something like that? Get these people to submit. That would be kind of cool to have someone small and strong, uh, submit these yeah. big people. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we have loved talking to you. We're going to have you on if you, if you're willing, uh, later on in the year, we want to keep track yeah. as we tell all our guests, yeah. you're not a guest, you're a friend and we will market. We will tell everyone about you. We only have people that promote. we feel good about, and we are just going to market and promote you to death. And we want people to really know who you are 
and be proud of, of someone like you that's coming up in the wings and also kind of be a guide because a lot of people are going to wrestling school and a lot of young women, they either love wrestling or they want to be a wrestler. So we're excited. Yeah. Sister, we're very proud. Your, your family must be really proud of both of you. Yeah, well, thank you so much, and I, I'm very flattered that you guys are so kind and you wanted me on, so I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Well, you take care now, and again, keep looking at uh, Casey Lynn Cattell, and when you see her, we're going to be retweeting a lot of stuff on her. We're going to be promoting this podcast and obviously promoting, and we're going to sneak some pictures, uh, and we'll sneak some stuff from the mm-hmm. match on Saturday, and we'll get it on. Uh, hopefully it's a victory or hopefully it's a uh, my hope for all wrestling matches is no one gets hurt it's just (laughs) absolutely I don't want anyone hurt I just want everyone to uh, have a good time so you take care Casey thank you so much for being on and we'll definitely keep in touch Uh, yes thank you Casey take care bye-bye that was Casey Cattall, everyone. Very, very cool guest. Wow. I like, you know, what she's doing. Uh, and uh, it, it's just a really exciting time. Uh, so I, I, I'm excited about people like this. So uh, just. She's just, a real sweetheart. So, yeah, she's a really great person. She's a really good wrestler, too. What I like about a lot of her matches is she's small. She has that worker mentality where she really, she has to kind of work 10 times harder when you're that small, yeah. you have to do 10 times harder to do what some of the other people and, and women, some of these women wrestlers are huge. So it's, uh, they're very tall. They're very bulky, but she works out a lot. She's a hard worker as a dancer. She's in good shape. So I yeah. I think her and Taylor, Taylor's going to really be good for her. Uh, it's going to teach her a lot of things. And, and when you're moving up, uh, someone like a Tara or a Taylor, is a perfect person to actually wrestle because now you've got someone that you're really uh, learning from that will teach you the ropes and get you to the next level because that's her goal. Casey's obviously young in the in the business, two and a half, three years, but boy, she really loves it and she has a huge passion for it. And her husband's a wrestler too, so it should be interesting down the road what they do. Yeah, this was a very, very good interview. She is a total sweetheart and. I know she'll do great Saturday night. I think it's going to be a really exciting match between the two of them. So this was great. Yeah, that was a great card. So we're really happy for Casey. We're really excited about following her career and getting her in uh, out there for people to see because these are the kind of guests that we want. Wrestling Week was really a fun week for us. We have Allie uh, uh, from uh, – uh, and Rosemary from the Demon Bunny team, they are have already said that they are when they get some time in the next couple of weeks, they'll come on and they have created one of the most iconic websites and, and video uh, YouTube pages that is just taken everyone by storm. It's amazing to go on a video and you get hundreds of likes and no dislikes because everybody, you know, you could save a puppy and there'll be a hundred dislikes, but it's amazing (laughs) what she is, uh, what they are accomplishing and they love their fans. And this was so good about people like Casey Taylor, Allie, Rosemary, when you're at that level, you really appreciate people loving on you and giving you support. So buy their merch, 
we're going to give us we're going to give you some uh, opportunities to get in more in touch with these people to Taylor's YouTube site and also to Casey's uh, Instagram, which is really fun. I like her Instagram. So follow on Twitter. Yeah. Follow Definitely. on Twitter, obviously. And give her, like we said, likes are cool, but retweets. That's what we want. Retweet her stuff. And we'll be uh, sending out some stuff too on her sister tomorrow. So busy week, but a very well worked. Yeah. Wow. This was a great one. This is fantastic. This has been a wonderful week. We've had amazing guests, so exciting, and, and I, I can't wait to share this this podcast as well, this interview as well. I think everyone's really going to love it. I do too, and we're going to be posting. We've been posting all week. The outpouring of support has been amazing, so we love all these guys yeah. that are doing uh, at this, and, and uh, to see the money going to help people that are less fortunate and kind of struggling is really exciting too. So you guys take care. Uh, my voice is leaving, but I'm going to get a couple of cups of coffee and I'm going to edit. And we're going to have this out tomorrow morning and we are going to let you know about these great matches for Saturday. And please come. It's so affordable. If you got a family and you just want a fun night out. Oh boy. It, it, you'll never forget it. It is just so much fun. Good, good stuff. So uh, great job this week, Florence. And we are uh, so much ahead. I mean, in three months, we've done yeah. so much. It's it's just really a blessing to have such incredible. A well, why don't you end it? I'm uh, my voice is. Yeah. Well, I just want to again um, thank Casey. Um, she was wonderful, and I'm I'm so glad she came on with us. And I just want to thank all the listeners, and all the support has been wonderful on social media and. Just everyone's been incredible, and we definitely had an incredible week. And we just love to hear from you guys. So thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. This was an incredible week, and and couldn't have done it without you, obviously. So uh, thank you again, and everybody have a good night. Everyone, take care, and we'll talk take to you care. during the week. Make sure to get a hold of us on Twitter, DM, or anything else if you want to talk to us. And that is it. Take care. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too. And what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.